We've been looking at a lot of very basic things lately in Scripture. Um, kind of even going back to this idea of simple, authentic faith. We just want to follow God's Word in an authentic way. This is our guide. And we want to please God by following it, following after Jesus. This is the only place where we can turn to and learn about Jesus. So we go here, and we got to follow it uh, from the heart. And in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse number 5, it says, uh, But the, the goal of the command, the goal of the instruction is love from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. It really summarizes a lot. We know that God is love and He wants to teach us the right. He loves us so much, He just wants us to live like we've been created to live. To be who we were created to be, and He made us to love. I think that's a fair statement, is that you consider all of Scripture, He made us to love. The goal is love. He wants love in us, and He wants to show love to us. It's all about love. He sent Jesus to demonstrate love to us so we could know love. And we can follow after Jesus so that we can then have love and share in the love of Christ. All of the goal of God's teaching is love. And therefore, and I like the, I think the blurb that I put for the uh, for the sermon today is a little bit longer than usual, but I think it's important to kind of set up what we're talking about today and the direction we're going you know, with the scripture today of how to love. Because the goal of God's teaching is love, therefore a healthy person is not one whose blood pressure is exactly 120 over 80. That's what we would think of a healthy person. 120 over 80, you've got to have that blood pressure. You know, that's a healthy person. No, a healthy person is one who responds to evil with good. Somebody who is spiritually fit and can face evil and respond to evil in the face and respond with good. A healthy person is not the one who can run a marathon, but a healthy person is one who runs from the very appearance of evil. A healthy person lives according to the healthy teaching of God. This teaching, it is to produce and give us health. True health. It relates, this lesson today relates very much to the concept of shalom. Remember when we did several lessons, did a series on shalom, and it means just wholeness and peace. Shalom, the idea of shalom is that we are to be who God created us to be. One who is it's not, who's not broken and hurt. We are to have that kind of health. Spiritually healthy. In 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy and in Titus, there are several places where Paul, speaking to his... Uh, the ones who he was trying to train and, and bring up in the Lord and teach them how to teach others. A word is used there, and the word is sound. Sound doctrine, sound teaching, sound word um, is how it's uh, uh, related in our Bibles. And I wanted to explore that and look at that because that, that idea of sound is talking about healthy. In our language, we use 
the language of, hey, you're going there, you're traveling somewhere, I hope you get there safe and sound, right? That is the meaning behind this word is whole. It's safe, it's wellness. This idea of the teaching that we have here, the instruction that we have, this is sound teaching. The Bible is what brings us into having a healthy relationship with God and being healthy. So let's uh, make sure we're getting our medicine daily so that we can be healthy and our medicine is not going to the to the uh, cabinet and pulling out some Tylenol or some blood pressure medicine or some vitamins. Our medicine to be healthy is God's word. Sound doctrine. Look at uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse number 10. It says, In immoral men and homosexuals and kidnappers and liars and perjurers and whatever else is contrary to sound teaching. That word sound right there, this doctrine, sound doctrine, it comes from that Greek word that I don't know how to say, but you can look at it and you can see this is where we get our word hygiene from. That Greek word, um, who, who, I don't even know if the G is soft or hard, who do you know? But it's hygiene, healthy. We want to have good dental hygiene. We want to have good dental health, Right? We have good hygienic practices so we can stay healthy. This is the concept that is in that Greek word, is hygiene, healthy. This is God's word. We have to listen to what is healthy teaching, healthy doctrine. And I'll restate today again that whenever you see in in whatever Bible translation you have, if you see the word doctrine, it just means teaching. Jesus came and he spoke and he was just teaching. He was giving doctrine. So doctrine isn't some heavy uh, religious word that, oh, you have to figure out the doctrines. No, you have to, yeah, you do have to figure out the doctrines, but it's you have to understand the teaching. Understand what Jesus taught us and what was passed from Jesus to his apostles. Understand that teaching because that teaching from Jesus and his apostles is the healthy doctrine. It is the doctrine that can lead you to having a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith so that then you can have love coming forth from you. The goal is to have love. And if you find yourself ever not having love, then you just have to figure out, well, I've got to go back to God's word. I've got to get healthy in God's word. It is the sound doctrine. So sound, think of healthy whenever you see that word in Scripture. Uh, Number two, going straight down this list, there is only one healthy teaching, which is found in the glorious gospel of the blessed God. 1 Timothy chapter 1, uh, verse number 10 and into verse number 11. So it talked about sound teaching, According to the glorious gospel of the blessed God which I, with which I have been entrusted. So Paul has received a sound message, a healthy message, a healthy teaching. And it comes in connection with the glorious gospel of the blessed God. The teaching that is healthy leads us to Jesus Christ. It leads us to the good news in Jesus. 
It takes us out of the darkness of the world and brings us into a healthy relationship with God in the light. That is what's healthy. We need to focus on Jesus if we want to be healthy. If we want to have healthy teaching. If we want to have healthy lives. Focus your life on the gospel. I hope we're spending as much time uh, practicing good hygiene when it comes to spiritual things as much as we do for exercising daily and brushing our teeth daily. Some people who are Christians probably spend less time in the Word of God than they do with good dental hygiene. You know, I have to force myself to, uh, to uh, brush my teeth and to, uh, to floss daily to have good dental hygiene. It is not easy. You have to say, i got to do it. And eventually you get in the habit then, don't you? You get in the habit and then you just do it because it's part of your habits. Part of our habits should be getting into God's Word. If we want to be healthy people, we have to get into the healthy doctrine, the healthy teaching that comes from Christ. If you want to be able to be right with God, if you want to have love in your life, the only way to do it is through the sound teaching, the healthy doctrine that is found in the Word of God. There is only one healthy teaching, and that is in accordance with the glorious gospel. The good news. you got to get to know Jesus Christ. Number three, sinfulness is contrary to spiritual health. Now this is one, you know, every once in a while I say something, you're like, well, yeah, Eric, that's pretty basic, isn't it? This is pretty basic. Sinfulness is contrary to good spiritual health. That's the point of verses 8 through 10. There were some people who were teaching some things that were leading them in the wrong direction. It wasn't leading them to healthy doctrine, healthy teaching. It was taking them towards sinfulness. Verse 8, but we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully, realizing the fact that the law is not made for a righteous person, but for those who are lawless and rebellious, for the ungodly and sinners For the unholy and profane, for those who kill their fathers or mothers, for murderers and immoral men and homosexuals and kidnappers and liars and perjurers. That's all, that's some pretty horrible stuff there. And then if anything was missed, it says in verse 10, and whatever else is contrary to sound teaching all those things they're unhealthy things they are uns- uh, they are spiritually unhealthy they will make you not well they will lead to death sin leads to death but the sound teaching the healthy teaching that's where you need to go that's the contrast all those other things that are contrary to sound teaching will lead to death. They're all sins. Sinfulness is contrary to spiritual health. Okay, so we're again, we're just focusing on spiritual health. We know that somebody who has just has given their life over to sin, they're not spiritually healthy. How do you get spiritually healthy? You follow the healthy teachings. You get right with the book. 
Number four, sinfulness takes one far from God's goal, which is love. Remember where this is where we started at last week. Verse number five says, but the goal of our instruction is love. All those things contrary to healthy teaching will take you away from love. So part of this is don't let, you know, if you, if you want to have love in your life and you think love is important or any people in the world, if they, if they claim to believe in God's word, but then they de- define love in a different way, they have gone astray from the truth. You want to find love, you turn to God's word. The goal of God's truth, the healthy doctrine, is what provides us with the definition of love. Don't, don't be led astray by somebody thinking something or our own thinking, 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 well, I know better. I believe in love and I know there is a way that's better than what is in here that teaches about love. No, you don't. You're leading yourself away. You're not following the healthy doctrine. You stick with what has been delivered. This is the healthy doctrine. Sinfulness takes you far away from God's goal, which is love. Even if, you know, there are a lot of people in the world, they claim they know love. They're guided by love. Loving, 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 blah, 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 blah. But no, if it's not according to the gospel of Jesus Christ, it is not love. It will lead to death. It is not good hygiene. You will die if you follow the world's definition of love. Number five, there are many doctrines, many teachings that are like we just described. Many teachings of demons which are contrary to the truth. They're contrary to the healthy doctrine, the healthy teaching. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verses uh, 1 through 5. Because really, 1 and 2 Timothy and Titus, um, they're all about, hey, stick, stick with the truth. Stick with the healthy teaching. Because there's a lot of other teachings out there. You've got to hold fast to the, to the healthy teaching. And there are a lot of teachings that are different, contrary. 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 5. But the Spirit explicitly says that in later times... Some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. By means of the hypocrisy of liars, seared in their own conscience as with a branding iron, men who forbid marriage and advocate abstaining from foods which God has created to be gratefully shared shared in by those who believe and know the truth. For everything created by God is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with gratitude, for it is sanctified by means of the word of God and prayer. Listen to the point. The main point, though, is that people are going to come along and they are going to teach things that are really the doctrines of demons. You aren't going to see a demon standing on a street corner professing something, but you will see men perhaps on a street corner professing a doctrine of demon from demons. Anything that is contrary to the sound teaching that is found in accordance with the gospel, the good news of God. 
all of those other doctrines, and there are many. Notice that, and the point of this is, the very simple thing is if you look in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 10, it talks about contrary to sound teaching. There is one group that is called sound teaching. It is singular, sound teaching. But when it comes to the things that are contrary, there are a plethora of other things. Even, um, well, I don't want to jump ahead. So look at, um, look at chapter 1, verse 3. No, I wasn't going to jump ahead. That's where we're going. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3. As I urged you upon my departure for Macedonia, remain on at Ephesus so that you may command or instruct certain men not to teach other doctrines. Don't teach strange doctrines. There is only one healthy teaching. There is one word that can make you healthy and lead you into a life of love that God created you for. It's not other doctrines. It's in the one teaching. The healthy teaching. Folks, let's have some good spiritual hygiene. Let's look to the teachings of Christ. There are a lot of other doctrines. Don't go there. Number six. Words of the faith and good doctrine provide nourishment. Do you hear that word? Nourishment. Good, good healthy eating and feeding. That's the, the root word that is in this word in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 6. It says, in pointing out these things to the brethren, we already read the preceding verses about the doctrines of demons, staying away from the doctrines of demons. In pointing out these things to the brethren, you will be a good servant of, the, of Christ Jesus, constantly nourished. Nourished on the words of the faith and of sound doctrine which you have been following. Now, I read from the New American Standard that I really like, and I usually think it's one of the best places if you want to get to the original meaning of the words and see what's there, you can trust the New American Standard, but they missed it on this one. Because that idea of sound doctrine, it doesn't, it's not really, it's not that same word, sound, or as, as in healthy. It's actually a different word, which just simply means good. Good teaching. But you see how they translate it well. Good teaching is sound teaching. Good teaching is healthy teaching, right? Points to the one true faith. Notice these are words of the faith and of the sound or the good doctrine. There is only one. Not the doctrines of demons, but you look to the good teaching, the good faith. There is only one. And those are the words, those are the teachings that provide nourishment. If you want to be nourished, if you want to be healthy, you turn to God's word. So many things in life, they just try and get us to chase after other things. Even trying to be healthy physically. There's nothing evil about being healthy physically, is there? We're to take care of God's temple. We believe that. We should be as healthy as we can. That's part of God's healthy teaching. But even if you carry it too far, 
health, your own health that can become your God. There's all kinds of things that can take us away from the idea that we need to turn to the one true faith to be healthy spiritually. And all week long, and even when we sit in auditoriums listening to a sermon from the Word of God, there are other things that are trying to get our attention. And our minds start to wonder, do we start to think about other things? But the, one, the only way to be healthy, the only way to, to be nourished, the only way to really have life is to look at God's perfect law, the law of liberty that will set us free. It's not in, you can't find nourishment with awards. You can't find nourishment with sinful things that seem to give you pleasure, make you happy for a time. You can't find nourishment and real life in being the, the leader of some great organization or doing or even feeding uh, people who are hungry and starving physically such a good act as that. It won't provide you true nourishment. The only way to be nourished is in the word, the words of the faith, the faith, and the sound doctrine. So don't you want to be healthy? You know, this should be good news to a lot of us because it's like, it's so hard to be healthy physically. Well, hey, let's get focused on the one thing we can control. Let's get healthy spiritually. Let's look in the word of God and get healthy. Those words provide nourishment the healthy and sound words they are words the words of our lord jesus christ chapter 6 of first timothy and verse number 3 so here it is again another health word the healthy uh, healthy teaching verse 3 it says if anyone advocates a different doctrine and does not agree with sound words those of our lord jesus christ and with the doctrine conforming to godliness, he's conceited and understands nothing. So you understand here, he's a, if, you, if you, you go with different doctrines, there's nothing healthy there. But if you go with the sound doctrine, the sound teaching, the healthy teaching, we can identify what that teaching is. The sound words, the sound doctrine are those of our Lord Jesus Christ. The words of Jesus, get to know Jesus. This scripture teaches us about Jesus. The gospels teach you about Jesus. And at the end of the gospels, you have Jesus telling his apostles, go tell everybody what I've taught you. And that's the rest of the New Testament is the apostles teaching us what they learned from Jesus himself and what was revealed to them by the spirit as Jesus indicated what happened. Sound words are the words of Jesus Christ. And they're the words of Jesus Christ that are revealed to us by his apostles, including Paul, including Peter, and by those who were um, entrusted also, uh, people like Mark and Luke, who investigated and shared those words with us. Healthy, sound words are the words of our Lord Jesus. Number eight, those who advocate other doctrines are sick. Here it is again, the contrast between healthy and sick. Now notice this, this is an interesting one, uh, 1 Timothy 1, 3 and 4, 
I already read most of three and into four, but verse, verse four, talking about the ones who are teaching doctrines of demons, it says, he is conceited and understands nothing. He has, listen to this, a morbid interest in controversial questions and disputes about words out of which arise envy, strife, abusive language, evil suspicions, and constant frictions between men of depraved mind and deprived of the truth, who suppose that godliness is a means of financial gain. Those with the doctrines of demons, those who are proposing doctrines other than the healthy doctrine, they have a morbid interest in other things. A morbid interest. That literally, where did it go here? Notice that word, where we get the phrase, he has a morbid interest. It's all wrapped up in the one word that is the group nocio, whatever. I don't know how to say that one either. I should list my computer tells me what those, how to say those words, but I really don't care. I just want to get to the meaning. And you see in that word, the word that we get from nocio is nausea. Sickness. They're sick. People who teach other doctrines are sick. If you're straying from the healthy teaching, you're teaching something else, you're sick. And if you aren't getting into God's word and learning and get your nourishment from God's word, you are going to be sick. You are going to get to the end of life and you're going to wonder, what it is, what's been the meaning of it all? Who am I? What, what's the purpose? I, it, why was I even here? And you might even stand before God on the judgment day and he says, I never knew you. Let's get healthy. Let's not turn to sick teachings. Let's not be sick people. Those who advocate other doctrines are sick. They're not healthy. Number nine, those other doctrines, sadly enough, this is true. Those other doctrines spread like gangrene, like cancer. And that's the, from the word we see in 2 Timothy. So now we switch to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 17. Um... The contrast is in verse 15. Timothy's told to know the word of God, correctly handle the word of truth. Verse 16, but avoid worldly and empty chatter, for it will lead to further ungodliness. And their talk will spread like gangrene, or like cancer. That word can, gangrene, the, the Greek word there, it can mean gangrene or cancer. Some of your translations might have cancer. It spreads like a bad illness that will kill you. You get gangrene in your foot, you get cancer in your foot, you cut the foot off. If there isn't some kind of medical treatment that God has blessed us with, you cut the foot off to stop it because if you don't stop it, it will kill you. And their talk will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus, men who have gone astray from the truth they've strayed from the healthy teaching they have strayed from sound doctrine those other doctrines spread like gangrene 
That's sad, isn't it? But doesn't it point to the fact that it's easy for us to get caught up in strange doctrines? We should all be aware of this. You, you, you got a preacher who gets before you and starts twisting around words, and you got to be careful with, uh, and I, I realize this, I need to be careful when I go into to Greek words. I'm no Greek scholar. You know, you could really do damage looking at Greek words and then making something into something that it's not. You can twist things and come up with a wrong doctrine. It's a scary thought. And people tend to grab hold of something that's new, something that's different, and wow, I really like what he's saying. We have to know God's word that should be leading us and building us up to be like Christ so that we can have love and be loved. That's what sound teaching does. It makes us healthy spiritually. They spread sickness, not death. False doctrines spread um, anything except health and life. Number 10. The faithful word and the teaching and sound doctrine are what elders are to hold fast to. As you go to Titus, this, this term sound shows up at the very beginning, just as it has in First and Second Timothy. Both of those talk about sound doctrine and sound teaching. And now here it is in Titus again. Elders are to be established so that they can help the congregation stay faithful. Verse number 9, these elders are to hold fast the faithful word, which is in accordance with the teaching, so that he will be able both to exhort in sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict. Elders are here to make sure that a congregation is getting healthy teaching that's a, that matches up with the gospel of Jesus. And they're able then to refute the false doctrines. Congregation can't grow healthy if we're not focused on the doctrines, the sound teaching of Jesus Christ. We have to hold fast to it. There is only one faith. There is only one word. There is only one truth. You get that through scripture over and over and over again. If you want to be healthy, if you want to be strong, don't watch videos on how to exercise properly. Don't sign up for Ways to uh, uh, get some kind of, uh, what are some of the funny things out there? Different vitamins and stuff that, this is the health food from Texas. I've heard something about, you know, different things from this mixture of vegetables that you aren't, you're missing. And these foods do bad things to you. And so you got to avoid this list of foods and hold on to these superfoods, you know. And we can spend, we can get consumed by all that stuff. Healthy, 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 you know, physically, physically. But we need to get consumed by God's word is what we need. Let's get healthy spiritually. That's the only thing that matters. And I'm not saying throw out your physical health. Take care of the temple. But we've got to learn to hold fast to the teaching of Jesus Christ. That is what is sound. That is what is healthy. Don't go anywhere else. Don't get fooled by anything else. Hold fast to the Word. Get in God's Word. Have good 
spiritual hygiene. Let us speak the things which are fitting for sound doctrine and are sound in the faith. Let us be sound in the faith. Titus chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, it says, But as for you, speak the things which are fitting for sound doctrine. Older men should be temperate, dignified, sensible, sound in faith, in love, in perseverance. Let's be healthy. Let us be sound. Let us know God's word. Let us be able to point out what is contrary. Let's be able to stick with what builds us up in the love of Christ. That should be what's appealing. Love is appealing, right? They'll know that we are Christians by our love. If we have love for one another, then that shows that we are truly the disciples of Jesus Christ. So I encourage you today, get healthy. Get in the Word of God. Know it. Be nourished by it. Don't be going astray after other junk, other doctrines, or just seek after Christ as He is revealed to us in Scripture. Let us be healthy spiritually so that we can know God, know love, and have the love of God. If anybody needs to get right with Christ today, you want some help getting right spiritually to be healthy, you're invited to come. Let us know, and we will pray with you and help direct you in the right way. If you need to respond at all, you're welcome to come as we stand and sing this song of encouragement.